Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Welcome. So, um, interesting. This is show 640, Sandy. 640 shows. An even-numbered show. Yes. A lot to cover. We're going to have a guest on our show today. She was on Gun For Hire Radio about 27 years ago. <laughs> um, I remember in, in the studio at the uh, at Gun For Hire range, she was on uh, speaking to, about some issues. And now she's decided that she wants to make a change. She's a mom, a new mom. With an 18-month-old young, handsome boy, and she wants to make a change in Vernon Township, New Jersey, running for a two-year council seat, and she's running alongside on the same ticket with uh, Anthony Rossi, who's running for the mayor of Vernon as well. And uh, Jess is on today. She's going to be on the whole show. She's going to pitch uh, her platform while she's on, and then we're just going to have her on for the whole hour so we can uh, bounce stuff off of her. Jess is one of the people that... uh, constantly um, emails feedback into the radio show uh, venting her anger frustrations and just some helpful info so it's good to have another two-way warrior like-minded person on the show and since i uh, i'm a little slow sandy you can introduce her jessica d benedetto for council oh vernon yes jess say hello hi thanks for having me guys oh hey thanks for being welcome so uh, it's interesting that you're going to step over this line because, you know, we're working on these uh, civics uh, seminars for uh, our, our people and followers and everything. So this really segues great into this, Jess, because I'm going to be reaching out to you because you'll be a speaker at some of our seminars. Uh, you and um, hopefully the mayor, Anthony Rossi, can come down and shed some insight on anyone who wants to get involved in the political process and actually running for a council seat or a board seat, uh, you know, school board seat or something to help uh, forge a change in their community where, you know, rather than just having elected people who hate us make all of the decisions. Like, you see what's going on in New York now. All of the New Yorkers are protesting that they don't want all these uh, migrants in encampments in their neighborhoods, but these were the people that voted for the politicians that said we're sanctuary city, we're sanctuary state, but they didn't mean they wanted them in their city or state. They wanted them in other people's city or state. So the hypocrisy is rampant, obviously. So, so Jess, before we get into gun for hire stuff, let's let's get into this while while we're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what what set you off and what is making you want to do this, and then let us know how we. All of us listeners can support you. Without further ado, Jess, bada boom. (laughs) Thanks. So, okay, so, you know, you guys said my name is Jessica DiBenedetto. I'm a single mom. I live in Vernon, New Jersey. I work a full-time, very demanding job. I have a lot on my plate. Um, Recently in Vernon, we've had some, like, uh, tax assessments going on. And they've been reassessing our homes every year. I can tell you, as a single mom, with all of these things on my plate, I'm not in my house putting new wood floors in every other week and painting the walls and putting in new appliances and new cabinets. Yet somehow the value of my house keeps going up. Hmm. So they keep assessing my house and raising my taxes in an inflated market, which has caused my mortgage to go up $400 a month in the last two years alone. Damn. So, yeah. (laughs) And that's not the worst case. My one neighbor, his mortgage went up $1,300 a month. So this was really upsetting to me as a single mom. So I thought, well, let me get involved and see what kind of change I can make. So you're running with Anthony Rossi. Yeah, he's running for mayor. Um, You know, obviously, we're both two-way advocates. I listen to your show every week. By the way, side note, Anthony, when you complain about people like, oh, they asked me this, they must not listen to the show. I'm like, you know, I listened to the show, and I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> so I feel like people maybe just forget the things you say, because I listen every week. I think maybe now, after many, I gave how many, birth. How many, council members, how many council members in Vernon? So, well, there's... Uh, hold on. 
I'm trying to count how many are running. There's six, but I think three of us are running. There's two four-year seats in one. Not three of us are running. There's three open seats. There's a bunch of us running. Now, are you running so, as a Republican, Independent, Democrat? What are you so, running as? Well, <laughs> Democrat, get out of here. Um, it's, <laughs> our elections are nonpartisan, but uh-huh. I'm a conservative. Well, I'm a conservatarian, I would okay. classify myself as. Um, but I do have a really conservative, especially fiscally conservative platform. Good, um, good, good. Yeah, um, so there's three open seats right now, two, four-year, one, two-year. I'm running for the two-year. So are you going to have a website we could direct people to? Yeah, we're working on that today. Actually, after this call, I'm going to Anthony's house, and we're going to put all that stuff together. Um, we're getting, right we're, now, you we're can find us that. on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Tell but us tell us where on Facebook. On Facebook right uh, just search my name, Jessica DeBenedetto. My, my Facebook is open, and it's D-E-B-E, not D-I-B-E. Yep. So, and then Anthony Rossi, you can search his on Facebook as well. We'll be getting different Facebook pages and all of that together today, but for now, just look at us on our regular look for us on our regular Facebook pages. And when is when is the election in November? Yep, November. You know, I just I want to say too, as a town councilor and with Anthony as mayor, we'll always be there for our two A friends. We'll always support you guys um, because we care deeply about the Second Amendment and my major reason for running is I just want to. I want to be there to vote no on wasteful spending. So, I 100% agree with you. Uh, you know, like right now uh, in New Jersey, down in South Jersey, uh, Jersey Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman, whose son was arrested for using a gun while committing a felony, robbing a convenience store, and she got him a cool plea deal. She's proposing lowering crime uh, by putting a thousand percent excise tax on the sale of all large-capacity ammunition, feeding devices, and semi-automatic assault weapons. Oh, my goodness. So a $500 it, a fu- gun wait, will be five semi- grand. What's that? So is it a fully semi-auto? Fully semi-auto. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're idiots. They're idiots. But, yeah, this is hypocrisy at its finest. But, but it really idiots. is. And, and, you know, you want to talk about hypocrisy. This, is, this has got to be one of the best ones ever, uh, Sandy. Uh, <laughs> a local Chicago official in the city of Chicago is asking the gangbangers to refrain from shooting from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh. so that the citizens, citizens, it's an older woman, by the way, she's proposing this so that the citizens can go about their lives and go to school and go to work and everything. Alderman Marie Haddon. She's 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 begging the criminals and gangbangers not to use their guns from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. She should make that a law. It's you can't get any dumber than this. I mean, you you can't get any dumber than this. Other than mask mandates. So from 9 p.m. till 9 a.m., baby. Yeah, we can we can have a shootout. We can do we can do whatever we want. Whatever you want that time. But. So they're going to listen, obviously. You know, they're, they're, they they're definitely going to well, listen. They're good citizens, and uh, I just, I just can't believe the idiocy of these people. Rather than fight the crime, the same thing in New York now. Yeah, everybody in New York is freaking out because of all these illegal immigrants flooding, um, and uh, you know, and costing the city billions of dollars because they have to house them in you know, like five star hotels. <laughs> Which is, and the people who live next door to these five star hotels, they're not happy about this. But again, but, I would love to ask them, who'd you vote for, right, Jess? Who'd you vote for? Yep. But this well, is. Well, I want to know where they're housing the homeless veterans. Uh, nowhere. On the oh, they don't street. care. Oh, okay. they, they don't care the about street. that. No one, no one cares about the homeless veterans. No one cares about our seniors. Um, which you could, you know, no, everybody can see that people pay into Social Security all their life get seventeen hundred dollars. In New York, the stipend the migrants are getting right now is $2,800 a month. And in Chicago, it's $7,000 a month. Well, because they get uh, they get free housing and they get yeah. free electricity and they get uh, like a food stamp, family first type thing and everything. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Maui, Hawaii, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the people from FEMA are on the big island in $1,200 a night hotel rooms. Um, and nobody's really over in Maui uh, doling out the food and 
and what and government cheese and things that they're supposed to be doing. This is well, systemic. You know, um, but 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 Biden almost lost his '67 Corvette That's in a true, kitchen, yeah. small and kitchen cat, fire. And the cat, and, and, and the cat, and the cat. So and, uh, he doesn't even know where he is anymore. It's, no. it's such it's such elder abuse. But I got a I got a funny one for you. My one of my favorite politicians, uh, U.S. Senator Bob Pumpkinhead Menendez. Yes. Uh, you know he's like to one. <laughs> yeah, he's like seventy nine yeah. years old or something, and he 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 married this fifty two year old uh, woman, who uh, declared bankruptcy about a year ago on one of her businesses, and uh, a couple months before his second federal indictment that just <laughs> dropped, she <laughs> cashed in thirteen pounds of gold for four hundred thousand dollars. She had gold bars. Wait, say this again. She had gold bars, $400,000 worth of gold bars that she just cashed in. Oh. She had them laying around. Yeah. I I wonder who gifted him the gold bars. Yeah, exactly. You know, his son son is a congressman, too, in New Jersey. Oh, Menendez is 69, and he's under federal investigation. Again, nothing will happen to him because he has a D at the end of his name, the DOJ and the FBI. They're just doing these, going through the motions just to make it look like they're actually doing something. But they'll just all meet together, and us taxpayers will buy them lunch. And, uh, you know, and then they'll be back to systems normal, back to the same old, same old routine. Same but, old, same yeah, old. Who's got $400,000 in gold bars laying around, ladies and gentlemen? Not Seriously. Everyone. That's, you know, it's that, a pittance. Ser- seriously. So, so, Jess, this is the stuff you're going you're gonna to be facing a lot of animosity. You're going to be facing a lot of hate, a lot of anger. I had a long talk with Roshana Cosby, and she's going to be on the show soon. She wrote the book Plantation, Plantation Politics uh, in Linden about the whole machine works, Jess. And uh, you yeah. might want to stop down. I'll give you a copy. You, you, have, you have to read this uh, as you uh, proceed. We're going to start selling them here. Uh, she ordered them. But if you stop down, I'll have a copy at the front desk for you. And I read okay. the whole thing, and uh, you know, she ran as a Democrat in Linden, and they supported her until she started asking questions, and then they shunned her. Yeah. You know, it's well, like we are out of the age of enlightenment. Yeah. Now. yeah it's like yeah. Shh, we all do this. Right. She's like, no, but I really ran because I want to change things. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's that's not how we do things. Let me tell you how this works. Yes, if you want to advance, you have to play the game. It's so sad. I I constantly complain about things on a federal level. And when I started looking into my own town, I was like, well, no wonder things are such a mess on a federal level. Right. It's rotten from the bottom up. All politics is local. Mm-hmm. All politics yeah, is exactly local. Right. Of yeah. course, the, the the largest amount of decay and rot is at the federal level, then state, then county. But then when you get down to the town and municipality, it's all relative. It's 100 percent relative to corruption, the favoritism. You know, in, in her book, she you, you find out who the leader is and who the real power is and what the structure of your like, what's the structure of your government? Like, what is the does the mayor have any power or is it the council that has the power in your government? Do you know? So, the yeah, the council has the power, but the mayor can veto. It's OK. Oh gosh, that's, I know that's this, what but she I, had. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah, there's a, I know what the structure is called. It's just it's my mind right now well there's about there's about 15 different structures in the state of yeah. new jersey so it, it's interesting uh that we that we have to deal with this but you'll learn and you're going to learn right away who your friends are like uh like roshana wrote in her book that she had the support of the democratic party for the primary because they thought she was going to lose and then when she won they didn't support her in the general election <laughs> so they were just propping her up oh we have a black female running look we're we're for diversity and then they were yeah. like oh shit she won the primary abort mission <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're for diversity as long as you toe the line yep yeah so as long as you toe the line isn't that horrible and then really? you have the bureaucrats who are really in charge yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. that's who's really unelected bureaucrat. Yes, exactly yeah, right. Just sit there all day doing their thing, and that's what you're going to have to deal with. Uh, you know, you're going to be the face, but really, the people that make the decisions are never going anywhere until they reach retirement age. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're, then you're going to never... support them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, isn't that shitty? Isn't that really shitty when you think about it, Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. you can make a change at your level. 
You can make yeah. a change. Whether you hold the line, whether you push them back a little bit, whatever the case may be, you, I don't want to dissuade you. I, I commend you for taking it to this step. Seriously. You know, we're, yeah. we're just talking because we're talking on the show and talking in generalities here. But, yeah. man, if you can hold the line on some stuff, if you can bring some stuff to the sunlight, to the surface, that's yeah. priceless. Okay. Seriously. And that's what I hope to do. And I don't want to do this, right? I want to be home playing with my son, but I, at this point, it's gotten so out of control. My taxes have gone up so much. I feel like I have to step in at this point. Well, you know, I'm happy to hear that because I have always been, my personal experience has been, you never give the job to the person who wants it really, really bad because they're going to suck at it. Correct. You give it to somebody who's like, no, can you give this to someone else? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, okay, I, I I'll really, do it if I have to. I, I do commend you. You're gonna you're gonna you. you know, you're gonna you're gonna be met with a lot of two facedness, a lot of backstabbing. People that yeah. you thought were your friends are not gonna be your friends anymore. People that might have encouraged you to do this in your darkest days are not gonna be there for you. But you know what? Yeah. Just continue to push forward. All right. Listen, Jess, I have to wear a body cam when I walk my dog. In New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I've heard you speak about the stories on the show. It's ridiculous. You, you, you know what I mean? Because this is the world we live in. Because the last thing I need is a 97-year-old angry prune to call the cops up <laughs> and yep. tell them that I threatened her. I yep. said I was going to kill her or something. Yep. And then I'll, I'll, I'll be back to where I was 10 years ago. I'll be locked up again, charged with a felony. Yeah. And you in know, your neighborhood, was, that is very uh, a possibility. Correct. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, what a sad state of affairs. I was yeah. talking to Brad Hendricks about this the other day. Work all my life, build a successful business, 140 employees, helping the economy, paying all of our taxes and everything, and I have to wear a body cam. Yeah. So yeah. That's the just, thing to get. Just be careful, Jess, and the people that won't put stuff in writing to you, please beware. Okay. Right. Well, well thank you for that. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, if, if yeah. they won't put it in writing, if they'll only talk to you, you know, verbally on the side, it yeah. could tend to be a problem. Yeah, believe me. Yeah, it could, yeah. Right, Good Sonia? to know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to talk to you about it. You know, they just, they want to, uh, they want to just play the game. Right. Uh, let's talk more. Oh, so let's talk about the toad. So the toad, A.G. Plantkin. He announces adoption of standards processes for micro stamping. Again, he came up with standards and processes. So for you that don't know it, micro stamping is saying we're going to put a little, little, little descriptor on the tip of the firing pin of your gun. And it's going to leave that micro stamped mark on the primer of your semi-auto, not a revolver. If you're a criminal and you carry a revolver, you don't have to worry about micro stamping because you don't leave any brass laying around now you also if you're a criminal you can buy a little net that clips to the side of your semi-auto to catch your brass as well but so maryland had a whole micro stamping thing for 15 years and they spent about 30 million dollars and two years ago they dropped it because they realized it was not feasible they realized it was not repeatable they realized it was not traceable and they realized that their brother-in-law finally sold the company and he doesn't need the money anymore uh 100 (laughs) probably would happen so uh so here we go again we're going back into micro stamping again because you know why not spend our taxpayer money over and over again to uh try to come up with this technology just imagine there's 400 million guns in this country, right? So now we're, what happens to this, Jess? So you buy a gun, you buy a brand new six hour, and it has the fingerprint on the firing pin, right? All you do is you go buy an aftermarket firing pin. Yeah. I mean. Well, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I love spending money on the same failed idea over and over again. It's great. Unbelievable, these people. They just, they don't think. No, no. Well, it's well because they have is... no knowledge of guns. They don't include people like Anthony to say, hey, what about this idea? Well, it's stupid, and here's why. Yeah. Well, because they think our our tact is also... Listen, if it was something to stop real criminals from doing something, okay, you know, let's let's discuss the technology. Like smart guns. Like I said, once the state police and once the governor and the toad security detail carry smart guns... 
then I will entertain trying one. But until that time, don't push it down my throat. Listen, in a capitalist society, you have to let the market dictate what people want. You can't force yeah. it on people. Every time the government gets into something with a mandate or something, show me one success. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. Problem is we haven't been a capitalistic society in 150 years. So. Yeah, we're a corporatist society. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Yes. Well, masks are coming back. How do you, what do you think about that, Jess? Oh, I'm wearing one right now. I wear one to bed. I wear one in the shower. I can't get enough masks. I have four on, actually. I'm telling you, I barely wore one last time. I'm not wearing one at all this time. Okay. I, I have to... I ha oh, I don't know. I have to... At the risk of getting us banned from every platform in the world. Um, okay. Uh, let's do a little bit of education on things like this. Um, Using a paper mask, uh, we learned in 1918, was completely ineffective against aerosolized virus for this reason. Uh, let's just talk about size for a minute, because size does matter. Uh, a virus is a really teeny, tiny, tiny little thing. So uh, wearing a paper mask that is woven, or a cotton mask, or even an N95 mask for that matter, um, is analogous to putting up a chain link fence to keep uh, mosquitoes out of your out of your house. Um, that's pretty much it, you know. If uh, we're trying to stop a marble from rolling through the Lincoln Tunnel, uh, you just the size just is a big issue. Then let's take the fit. Uh, the fit of a paper mask, even though it is proven to be at least one percent effective against um, aerosolized viruses. Uh, masks are for uh, the main reason a surgical mask was invented was to keep the surgeon's lunch out of the patient's abdomen. Mm. Uh, just so, you know, uh, spit bacteria and things like that. Those are big droplet stuff. Um, the biggest problem with all this nonsense is that it creates a false sense of security. The probably the best way to do things, and again, this is not advice, this is just education. Uh, the best way to do things is to mitigate and uh, destroy and dilute viruses. So you do that by washing your hands, you do that by an air purifier with a HEPA filter, you do that by opening windows, and um, you could use, I don't know, some people have said that you could use a nasal spray that has one or two percent um, iodine solution in it that you might be able to find, I don't know, on some place like Amazon or something like that. Um, those are the better things to do than to uh, fall under the um, disillusion that you have any kind of protection whatsoever with a paper mask. But that's right. just my opinion. I don't know. I don't know about these things at all. So, No. No. But they're, they're pushing hard, the media, and you're seeing more and more people on television wearing masks. I mm -hmm. flew home from Florida last Sunday. I would say there was 10 people on my plane that were masked up, where a month ago I didn't see anybody on the plane uh, wearing a mask. Yeah, we're so. starting to see down here, too. We, we, get, we, we have a weird influx of people coming from California and Utah and Texas um, through, like, the Alabama coast, where... It's just it's just odd. I don't know. I guess that's where most of the tourists are coming from, but they're moving here. Um, yeah. Typically, the people would come from Chicago and Wisconsin and whatnot to the coast, but now the Californians are pouring in. Uh, I was over at DMV the other day uh, getting new license plates, and virtually every car in the parking lot was from Arizona or Texas or California. Um, so... It's just, and they're, apparently they're coming in to the area here um, to the tune of almost 100 a week. So, so nice. It's, um, and there, there goes there, Alabama. Yeah, and there were plenty of masks. Um, plenty of masks. But uh, you can wow. always tell the lo you can tell the locals from the um, from the, the new people moving in. The new people move in, and there's an ADT sign in their front yard, and they're wearing a mask, <laughs> and you know, standing outside by the school bus with their kid. So. Hey, here's another one from the toad. You ready for this? Yeah. The Office of the Attorney General in New Jersey defends states' rights to limit deadly weapons. 
the highest law enforcement officer in the state of New Jersey, who's also a, an attorney, doesn't know states don't have any rights. States have powers. Right. People have rights. Right. Okay? So he's filing all these briefs fighting the gun lobby because of the, uh, the uh, where they're allowing uh, states versus Rahimi. The Fifth Circuit struck down a federal law barring individuals subject to domestic violence restraining orders from accessing guns. The defendant, who was under a domestic violence restraining order issued by a Texas state court for assaulting his girlfriend, challenged the statute on the ground that it violates the Second Amendment. But he's he's so he's going to defend our state's rights. Rights right wrong are indifferent, and our the states don't have rights. Matthew Platkin, the states have powers. We the people are supposed to have rights. The but chief you, law people, enforcement officer of the state of New Jersey. Yes, but people like you, you have usurped <laughs> the power from us with executive orders and frivolous laws and undue taxes and everything. Here's another one. You want to talk about overstepping your bounds? This one is scary. I'm waiting for legal to analyze this, and I'm hoping Knappen will analyze this. But Murphy signed a law, and believe it or not, all Republicans signed off on this in New Jersey, too, because, you know, we do have a uniparty. I believe it. Yes. New Jersey, new New Jersey law targets illegal gun traffickers no matter where they're from. He wants to be able to charge people for trafficking guns from other states that aren't in New Jersey. <laughs> now, how is this going to work? I, I don't know, yeah. Sandy. I don't, I don't know. But he's increasing the penalties for gun traffickers to hold them responsible okay. for the risk they pose to residents. You know, uh, by the way, 80% of the guns used in crimes in New Jersey are from out of state. They're an out of state. So they should be focusing on that rather than what training we have to do in New Jersey, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. Right. Yep. But but and that stop would make dropping sense. Gun charges for yeah. criminals. Yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. And these, these charges will be dropped. Idea. These <laughs> yeah. charges will be dropped just like the Graves Act of or course. whatever. So, yeah, they're upgrading everything to first degree crimes. If you're caught trafficking a gun that was used. So here's the deal, Sandy. If a gun is used in a crime in New Jersey. And then they find out that you traffic it trafficked that gun in Oklahoma downstream New Jersey is saying they have a right to go after you out of state now they can't arrest the criminals in New Jersey so why yeah. would they try to what, arrest criminals? what would this cost the taxpayers oh. extradition and everything imagine five million dollars to bring somebody back to just release them on their own recognizance <laughs> don't do that anymore okay right just 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 for the optics for the media thing to go out on a podium yeah. and say we went to oklahoma and we abducted john smith or we brought and we brought him back to stand trial here and then an hour later he was back out on the streets flying to oklahoma again yeah with a taxpayer uh airplane ticket paid for I I can't. I can't. Again, we all know it's just shock stuff. Uh, if anybody's noticed, Murphy's done something else with his hair now. Uh, more <laughs> plugs, and it's more front-facing because I guess he's feeling when Newsom becomes president, he'll get a cabinet position. This is this is what I'm thinking. Somebody should put him in a cabinet, I believe. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Kitchen <laughs> cabinet? <laughs> or a garage yeah. cabinet. Either one. Put would one be of those fine. baby locks on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Would be, he would be uh, something well qualified for a change. How are, we, how are we doing with time? We are right at the halfway mark, so if you oh, want to. Stop. Yeah, I got stuff. Go ahead. So listen, uh, Jess, Jess, what's your last name again? D. Benedetto. D. Benedetto. <laughs> Jess Benedetto and Anthony Rossi, look them up on Facebook. As soon as the uh, their website is up, we'll push it out to everybody. And they're running. For, she's running for Vernon Council, and he's running for the mayor of Vernon, New Jersey. And that's a very big town, and I have a lot of people that shoot here from that area. So you better support those who support you. Now, for me to go through my readers, Ed Mueller drove from Sweetwater, New Jersey, and stopped by for an autographed copy of Crime Proof. Think that's like a hell of a drive, too. <laughs> own game yes thank you so much my man jeff and and his wife gina mortman own gold's gym right up the street in totoa he was here the other day buying i think his fifth or sixth gun and he pulled me aside he goes anthony he goes i don't know if anybody ever told you this but your radio show every week is invaluable he goes all the information is there jeff thank you that was the whole crux of the show 13 years ago with sandy and i uh gold's gym in totoa is literally two traffic lights from the range so if you want to get your uh biceps on or your uh quads or whatever it is you want to work out 
check out Gold's Gym in Totowa, please. They are like a five-star gym, and it's a husband and wife that own it, and they are hands-on, and they're good friends of mine, so please support those who support you. Of course, Peter Tillum, nytacdefense.com. Use gun for hire, one word for a, a, a 15% discount. Peter was in uh, last week on Sunday, and he thanked me for all the referrals and all the pitches, and I thanked him for all of the people that he has helped. It is truly amazing uh, that the work that we all do behind enemy lines, Sandy. That's one of the reasons why the politicians hate us so much yeah. is because the way we help each other and exactly communicate. Right. You know, There's not a week goes by where I don't hear something about Law Shield, Knappen, Schmutter, Pisano, you, you know, it's just, it's a, and, and Tillum. It's just constant. Thank you for referring me to you. I got my expungement. I got this. They fixed my paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. So keep them coming, everybody. Don't forget, if you're in the other 49 states, U.S. Law Shield, use gun for hire, one word. Decoding firearms, John Petrolino. He is truly doing God's work. There's a lot more going on right now in the Tom's River area, and I'm going to be talking about that uh, soon. Uh, he's on StandStrong.biz. We have more people. We have like 10 people a week signing up to StandStrong.biz, supporting those who support you, over 400 business products and services. Don't give your money to anti-gunners. Obviously, my doctor is OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. Uh, so Dr. Uh, Joe said, I'm pleased to announce that we are now able to provide the convenience of having your blood drawn in your own home or at the office nice. when you have blood work that needs to be done. I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, have interacted with our amazing new team member, Holly. Holly is now going to be able to help to reduce the inconvenience of having to schedule an appointment and sit in LabCorp or Quest Lab by drawing your labs wherever you meet and need her to. Boom, 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 boom. This is great for me. Even though the lab corp's not even a traffic light away, how convenient Holly's oh, going to deliver. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You think I could give her like my Uber Eats order too when she's coming? Or you, could. Yeah, you could. You <laughs> could try. Uh, I'm what do you sure think, Jess? Work. Uh, yeah, you? but just place like a side order for her as a tip. I, no, like I would, no, 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 I would get, or... I would, no, no, I would, I would definitely buy, I wouldn't get a side order. I'd get her whatever she wants. As a okay. matter of fact, yeah, I'd let fair. her pick. <laughs> I'd say, what do you want? You want sushi, burger, chicken, whatever. Pick it up for me and you. I'll prepay it. There you go. That's, there's I think that's perfectly, perfectly acceptable. Good. See, I got a woman's perspective. I Shut think up, Dr. Sandy. Joe might want to weigh in on this. Well, so. he'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret. You know, L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Looking for kids 12 to 18 years old. Let's go. Get the, they're our future. Get them involved. Uh, Aberdeen Guns, uh, John, go see John Zeller in Monmouth County. Aberdeen Guns, a great place. Crime Proof is there and also uh, decoding firearms. Uh, the North Jap Jersey Chapter, Friends of the NRA. Steve Churchill, please reach out to Matt or Phoebe as soon as possible. We want to discuss uh, what we're donating and uh, tickets we're buying and stuff, please. Uh, it's going to be October 5th at Biagio's in Paramus. For all of you out there that want to buy tickets, Go to friendsofnra.org and click events. Jay Factor is also going to be speaking for about 15 minutes alongside me. So this is going to be fun. A lot of people are going to be there. Bob Auth, uh, you know, Assemblyman Bob Auth is going to be there. So support those who support you. Don't forget about news2a.com, news2a.com. My guy Vlad is a contributor as well. Now Grant uh, uh, from Scott Shot is also a contributor. God bless. I love that guy. So please check it out. Uh, let me see. As far as new carry qual requirements, uh, no comment. Uh, keep your head on a swivel and your antenna up for the next week or so. So a real quick story here. Got a podiatrist that comes in here um, every Tuesday night, Dr. Larry Stabile. And uh, Sandy, he comes in every Tuesday night with a bunch of his guys and they shoot salt of the earth guy. He's been a podiatrist for like 30 years. And he's been telling me for years um, that he could help me with my sciatica by doing uh, orthopedic inserts. Mm. And this is me, the guy who tried acupuncture, massage, epidural, knee, yeah. knee replacement, yeah. stretching, Pilates, yoga, whatever. Jess, I tried everything, and I get that shooting sciatica pain where I could only, uh, laying down. Is, I stopped playing guitar because I couldn't sit to play guitar. So anyway, finally, reluctantly, after three years, I went in, I gave him three hours of my time x-rays measurements and then plaster of power paris castings took three hours had them made i started wearing them 
Last Tuesday was four weeks I've been wearing them. I haven't had sciatica pain. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so ignorant. I really am. He's on the quarantine crawl now. It's Great Falls Foot and Ankle Center. If you come out of the Gun for Hire range and make a right on McBride Avenue, McBride Avenue ends on Mill Street. As soon as you hit Mill Street, you make a right. He's in the first strip mall right there. He's literally. Oh, well, he's know. right there. Yeah, he's right, he's right here. And that's one of the reasons why he's here every Tuesday. So believe it or not, I spent the past five years in pain. This guy for three years has been telling me, this doctor, that he could fix me. And I laughed it but off like a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew better. I knew better than a 30-year <laughs> podiatrist. Uh, so remember last week we were talking about uh, if you get pulled over by a cop, if they could tell if you have a gun, and, and yeah. will let us know that there is actually a federal database that will do that, right? Well, my man John DeCase, who's a member here, and he's going to be teaching the Maryland class here, and they have license plate reader cameras around the state of Maryland that read license plates of vehicles, and some are connected to the criminal background check programs and permit license holder lists from different states that will wow. supply them with your carry information. So use wow. caution when you're driving through Maryland. They can know if you have a firearm permit or license without even stopping you. And other states may have a similar system. So it's coming down to the point where Big Brother is going to know if you have a carry permit. So this is what I'd like to tell all of our listeners in this learning segment, okay? Assume that the officer that is pulling you over knows, knows you're yep. carrying a gun. Yep. In our state, it's a right to notify now. So when he pulls you over, you let him know that you're carrying a gun. Okay, and follow all the protocols we've discussed, Napin discussed, Masadayub, U.S. Law Shield, et cetera, et cetera. So just do that. Now, if you're transporting guns to the range and they're locked in the trunk and they're empty and the mags are empty or whatever, however way you want to carry them, you don't have a duty to notify. Okay, now if he asks you if you have guns in a car, you should not lie. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. All right, if you're asked, any firearms in a car? Yes, your officer, they're in the trunk. Okay, why are they in trunk? I'm on my way to the range. Okay, and then you take it from there. One of the things, Jess, uh, this, this, uh, I got this message when I was in Florida, and it kind of, uh, the, the pollen down there got to me, and my eyes teared up a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, I, I talk to everybody that comes in a range, and that's one of our secrets to our success is we, when I say welcome to the family, I mean it. And uh, when I see guys come in, this guy Mario Christopher, he comes in all the time. And uh, he comes in with another guy. And a few months ago, he came in with an older gentleman. And when I say older, I mean maybe 50s. And I said, hey, Mario, who's this? He goes, oh, that's my father. I said, oh, your father. So I went up to him. I said, let me tell you something. I said, my compliments to the chef. Your son is solid. His son's maybe 30. I said, guys like him give me hope for the future. You know, they come in here. They're squared away. They're respectful. Always says hello to me. Always says, calls me sir or whatever. I said, you know, I, I just appreciate that. And the father got a little choked up, and he's like, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of my son. So while I'm in Florida, I get this message on Instagram. Anthony, my father passed away four months ago. Oh. You were the last person to say anything nice to him about me. He was oh. gone a week after he met you at the range. Thank you for those great words. I can't even put into words how I feel about that exchange. See you soon, Mario. Well, anyway, you, you just never know, right? No, you don't. You never know when you're going to. I never met his father before. And what I, the words I spoke, I spoke the truth. The kid is a, is a good kid. He's a welder by trade. He comes in here. You know, he's, he always brings people in to shoot, you, you, you know. And, you know, that, so that's one of the big reasons why I continue to do what I do. When you, when you have something like that happen, you know, it just uh, it, it makes, the, makes the pollen start. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Mario, Godspeed. I, what I said about your, you to your dad was true. So keep making him proud and honor his legacy by doing that. So let's go on to something. Jess, listen to this, Jess. You know, you know how we're getting all these small wins, little at a time, and they're all going to come to a head in, in the Supreme Court soon. Just like Heller, McDonald, Catano, just like you know, Roe v. Wade had to go through the courts or whatever, whatever other cases mm -hmm, there are mm -hmm. out there. But a Lowell District uh, Court Justice, Justice John Coffey, dismissed a criminal case, this is in Massachusetts, against a New Hampshire man charged with carrying a firearm without a license in Massachusetts. 
he found that the state of Massachusetts requirement that non-residents obtain a temporary license to carry in Massachusetts violates the Second Amendment under Bruin. Okay. Wow. This is a big one. Okay. This could, this is going to end up lower court cases like this are going to end up like, like the Bruin case ended up and our case in New Jersey and other cases. So, you know, I get, sometimes I get over enthusiastic about stuff like this, but, but this sets a precedent now with the lower courts and there'll be more because there is no text history or tradition barring people from crossing state lines with a gun as long as you're a person of good moral character right j factor if you're listening to this and i know you listen to every show get some more data on this i would like to discuss this in an upcoming show about what the ramifications are about us getting reciprocity when we have lower courts ruling like this. But, you know, we, Jess, can you drive to any state with your driver's license? Yeah, sure uh, can. So shouldn't it be? And driving is a privilege. It's not a right. Yeah, you're right. So, and, yeah. You know, you have a privilege that you can drive through all 50 states with your driver's license. Well, if you met all the requirements of your state under this post-Bruin decision, you should be able to carry your gun temporarily. We're talking about temporarily. We're not talking about if you're going to become a resident or move, you got to change your driver's license, then you have to abide by that state's laws. But if you're driving from Massachusetts to New Hampshire, and, you know, if you look at the map up there, like Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, there's a Maine, there's a lot of crisscrossing there. Oh, like yeah. if you want to get yeah. somewhere, you have to temporarily oh, yeah. go through a different state right yeah. you should be able to oh and i can't tell you how many times because i live on the border of new york state and i have my ccw so i can't tell you how many times i've been on my way to go food shopping and i've had to turn around come back home yep. put my gun in the safe yep. and go back to go food shopping accidental felon like i cannot wait for national reciprocity it, it national see, but something like this would get us national reciprocity. The yeah. politicians in D.C. are never going to give us national reciprocity. Right. They that's just lip service for fundraising. But something like this is what could happen. All right, and uh, slowly but surely, we're going to see this happen. And again, it takes time. We're you know in, in New Jersey, we waited thirty-two years, and all of a sudden we got carry. And then the brakes got pumped with all the lawsuits and everything. But if you look around from Hawaii to New York to New Jersey, now you see up in New Hampshire. And this is a Massachusetts judge. Okay, I don't know his political affiliation, but, uh, you know, these are judges up in Massachusetts, which is they hate us as just like New Jersey. They hate us gun people as Second Amendment people. So it's interesting to see uh, this little bit of groundswell. Uh, Little stories like this that give me hope. Yes, it's it. Listen, it. But it takes time, unfortunately. Yeah. And all we have left is the judicial branch. You know, the executive branch is is tainted, and the uh, and the yeah. legislative branch is tainted. We're like California and New York. We have super majority in New Jersey. Yeah. Even if the Republicans had a, a one vote lead, you see how they voted the other day with that with that uh, firearms trafficking law. They voted with Murphy. Yeah. They allowed Murphy to run this state for almost three years by executive order and never said peep about it. Yeah. They preferred it because they got their salaries and they didn't have to do their job. All they did was get to complain that they couldn't do their job because he was ruling by executive fiat. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So uh, John Cahill went to the Sig Sauer experience. He was one of the uh, NFT winners. And he said that he had a great time at the headquarters. Uh, the Royal Headquarters is awesome the tour of the facility was incredible everything that goes into building their guns is incredible the testing range was cool i believe the gentleman in charge of the range told us that while test firing guns they go through like a million rounds every 30 days 1.4 million rounds every 30 days i wish i had that contract yeah right uh they have a one 100 meter long tube long testing tube for high-powered rifles uh, and then they went to the SIG experience. The instructors were great. They had us doing different drills with rifles and handguns. Then they brought out a few select firearms for us to shoot. They even had the opp- we even had the opportunity to shoot a rifle with a suppressor. <laughs> Definitely not in Jersey anymore. <laughs> so they had a great trip. They said the museum was great. He's like, I was so glad I bought my NFT. I want to thank you and Matt and Phoebe and everybody for all of your great work. And he sent me some pictures. So thank you, John. I appreciate that. Uh, it's nice to hear that. 
Uh, I got an email from Rich C. I didn't realize this. Three updates he wrote. Sandoz is the second largest generic pharmaceutical company in the world, so please apologize to your partner. Sandy, I apologize. <laughs> I thought Sandoz was bought out and they were gone. No, there's he said, Oh, now this is you, Sandy. He said, Belmar grossed to 60,000 six, 60, people in the summer, not 5 million. No, I was and, talking about the entire shore area. Oh, the entire shore. All right, Rich, look up the entire shore. Yeah, How right. many bennies yeah. come down? Too and many he goes, bennies. He goes, confirmed that New Jersey State Police do not have real-time access to plates connected to carry permit. You guys are the best, Rich C. They, the, the state police on the road don't have direct access, but they could call in and have that federal database check to see if you're carrying a gun, which we found out now. And again, it depends on department protocol. So I don't know what the state police protocol is, if they're allowed to do that, if they have the authority to do that. This is from Dan C., he goes, uh, Aunt, let me start by thanking you for everything you and your staff do for the 2A community. Unfortunately, I don't get up to your range as much as I'd like to, but that's because, uh, but, but is the only range that is worth a 45-minute drive and the only range I will go to shoot and qualify at. Your staff is always courteous and professional anytime my friends or I uh, are, are in the store of the range. Unfortunately, like many other third-tier law-abiding tax-paying criminals, I recently had to requalify to meet the new John Wick certifications. Having initially qualified a gun for hire in March, but not submitting the paperwork due to an expungement or something that occurred 26 years ago when I was 16, ugh, I was fully expecting to pay the 275 for the cert and class due to it being several months later. It should have been no surprise that when the woman booking the reservation came back on the phone and explained to me as long as I had proof of the initial cert, you would honor it and not charge me again. As I said before, thank you for all you do for us, and I will happily take the $275 and donate it to NJ2AS. That's what I want to hear. Support those who support you. If I was still smoking cigars, I would have told you to buy me cigars for it, but, but that's okay. I'll, I'll take it. So, so, Jess, we have these 22 fun leagues are starting again Tuesday, September 26th, and the Glock uh, Shooting Sports League start next week on Thursday, September 7th. Um, I, I'm telling you, Jess, you might want to stop down. You and Anthony might want to stop down a couple of times when those leagues are going on and maybe on a busy Saturday or Sunday here with some material for, for you guys that are running because uh, we get a lot of people, a lot of traffic. And uh, also we have a uh, we have a league that meets here. Every, oh, they just finished the summer league. They're, they'll start back in the fall Sunday mornings. I'll let you know. A lot of them are from Vernon and the Vernon area as well, too. So, so Jess, what do you expect to change? Sandy will let us know when we're running out of time. But okay. uh, what, what do you what do you expect to do? Like, what what is your focus going to be? Obviously, the increases in in, in taxes due to. Uh, you know what you feel is uh, spending with no representation, but give us give us some of your ideas and stuff, and and share with us, and maybe other people listening to us will also uh, you know have some information for you that I could share. That would be great. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, well, real quick before I get into that, I just want to say there's a lot of energy behind Anthony's campaign. People are really excited because they know Anthony. You know he's a good guy. They Anthony know he's Rossi. an honest guy. Anthony Rossi, former mayor. Um, they know he's a good guy, and we're really excited to get somebody like him at the helm in Vernon. And by the way, he did text me and tell me we are a, the Faulkner Act strong mayor. That's our form of government. Okay, so, good, good. Yeah, well, good. so what we want to look at, sorry, is are these yearly reassessments. Why are we doing yearly reassessments in an inflated market? I, I don't know what the logic was behind that. I don't think that's a good idea. And everybody we talk to is hurting. You know, we're just spending it, more and more in taxes every year and getting less and less for it. It's incredible. Want, Yearly reassessments. Yeah. for They signed on to a five-year contract. We're in year three. I've been reassessed three times. I've done nothing to my house, yet the value keeps going up magically. Meanwhile, I have like a tomato plant holding it one wall up. But, <laughs> but well, so, and look, we want, it's like they're, they're spending money on a lot of wants instead of needs. And that's one thing that Anthony and I are going to look at. And we want to make sure that decisions that are made are made with common sense. So we have a long road ahead. We have a lot to dig into because there's a lot going on in town. That's why we're going to meet today and start getting our platform together so we can dive into the different things that the citizens are concerned about.
because it's the same common themes over and over wasteful spending reassessments the reassessments are such a huge problem in our town for people um and just common sense laws now your town. town is one of the biggest towns in new jersey right like area wise right yeah yeah yeah. 60 it's, well i think it's 67 square miles by it's a little bit more it's around there 67 square miles sandy that's pretty yeah. pretty damn big yeah yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of if if it's not the it's one of the biggest towns. West Milford's pretty big too, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, sixty-seven square miles. Now you only have one high school. We do one high school. My God, how did he get the kids there? Well, a very long bus ride. I can tell you that from experience. We wake up very early in the morning and get on the bus, and that's why the, this whole late bus cancellation is so disappointing for anybody who wants to do sports but have parents that work. You know, you need to find transportation back to your sure. home after your softball game. Do you, do you know how big the police department is? How many, how many officers? I want to say 34. I could, wow, I don't know if that's exact, but it's around there. It's that's big. a lot of land to cover. Eight, 16, 24. So there's probably no more than eight on per shift. Yeah. Wow. And if you have one or two inside, you have six out. Are the cops alone in the cars? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you probably have six cars out patrolling 67 square miles. Wait, that, they, they, that's a tough job. And you got a lot yeah. of treacherous roads up there in the winter and everything. Yeah, I wouldn't sure. want to be a yeah. cop there. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. because backup, backup <laughs> yeah. is 20 minutes away. You'd probably get backup from the county is quicker yeah. than yeah, you well, the state. Well, you have the state police is lurking around, too, in a few towns up there, right, Jess? Yeah, especially Sussex Borough. I have to yes. say, though, I called 911 once because my son's temperature was 93 degrees. I did. I thought he was hypothermic. It turns out sometimes that happens based on the virus. It was like a whole three-week thing. But for the first time it happened in that moment, I called 911. They were here immediately. I was so impressed because wow. the police station is even 15 minutes, no, probably 12 minutes from my house. But they really did. And he, such an amazing job this officer did in calming me down and taking care of my son and I was so grateful, but they I couldn't believe how quickly they got here. That's a beautiful thing to hear. See, they probably have a grid, and each squad car has to maintain that grid area so that they can have the maximum yeah. coverage and maximum backup for each other. Mm. You know, yeah. they, they, they have it down because you've you got to split that up and you, so that they, you know, so if there's a call goes out. And see, what's funny, because, like, if they have to answer a domestic, it's two cars that have to go to the domestic. Uh, yeah. And I remember back in the day uh, in Woodland Park, the old chief was telling me at night, like on a Tuesday night, if they had two cars at the domestic, they had no other cars out on the town. Oh, wow. Yeah. it's That's why you're your own first responder, right, yeah, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah very absolutely. You, you, you have to be up there. So your son is going to be 18 months old, the 7th? On the 8th. On the 8th? Yeah, the 8th. Oh, yeah. That's close. Wow. Yeah, you were. What, yeah. what, what's his first name? Asher. Asher, great name. So, okay, Thank so you. you're going to be lugging the kid around when you go to the meetings and everything. This is good. I like that because you're going <laughs> to annoy people. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you quickly, I was talking with an old mentor of mine the other day. We haven't spoken in years, and he was yelling at me, and he's like, why do you need a gun? Why do you need to carry a gun? And I was like, listen, I'm never going to be a victim, and my son is never going to be a victim. I have every right to defend myself, and I'm my own first responder. And Aunt, I have you to thank for all that, from listening to your show for years and going to your range and everything you've taught me. Like, we owe our safety to you, really. Well, well, well I, I thank think you. many people do. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. But you see, he has been conditioned to think that the police are going to be there to protect you. Yeah. But because they watch too much television, they don't realize when a violent encounter happens, it doesn't happen like it does in the movies. You have yeah. to go food shopping with Asher. You, you know, you're, you're vulnerable. You're coming yeah. back to the house. You're vulnerable. I, the la I haven't seen you in a while, but what are you, five feet tall? Yep. <laughs> I have not I, grown since. Yeah, I mean, she's five <laughs> foot tall woman with, a, with, a, with an 18 old child on her arm. That's just like predator's paradise. Yeah. You, you, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly so, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. My How are you going to call 911 if I grab your purse and your kid? Right. Yeah, I'm going to be like that mailman. Siri, call 911. Siri, call 911. No, that's not going to be me ever. Yeah, good, 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 good. Head on a swivel and just yep. do what you have to do. But I'm, I'm proud of you that you're making a commitment. I would like to hear from more listeners that are deciding to get involved. And again, it, it, we had a little bit of a slow delay because it's like herding cats with these uh, civics classes that we're going to start hosting here. But 
I am just so impressed by the resumes of all the people. You know, Roshana brought my her book in for me, and I read it. I'm like, holy shit. You know, after I read it, I'm like, wow, she's a big hitter. But, you know, we have Justin Merchada, Mar- Mar- and we have Brad Hendricks, and we have, uh, you know, Trevor Frigno, who Trevor is being a little selfish. His wife is due to have a baby any day now, so he hasn't been so accessible. You talk about selfish, right? It's absolute selfish. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean we, we could have the meetings in the delivery room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> Listen to this. I want to read our executive director's message, guys. You know, every two months, the ANGRPC newsletter comes out, and, uh, you know, Scott Bach is always on fire. He, t- he tempered it down a little bit this time. And all of you listening, if you're not a member of ANGRPC.org, CNJFO.com, or .org, I believe it is, and uh, NJ2AS, NRA, uh, FPC, shame on you. You should belong to these organizations. But listen to this. <clears throat> this is from Scott Bach. This is from the October, September-October issue of News and Briefs. We will prevail on right to carry. Gun owners should not be discouraged by the recent decision of a federal appeals court temporarily restoring portions of the carry killer law. One way or another, sooner or later, that will be overturned for good. How can I say that with confidence? Because unlike every other Second Amendment lawsuit we have ever brought, this case is not breaking new ground. It is essentially litigation to enforce ground that was already broken in Bruin. Bruin contains some of the clearest, strongest, unambiguous rulings ever made by the Supreme Court. If a lower or mid-level federal court tries to ignore it or rewrite it, we already know how the Supreme Court will rule on the issue when it eventually goes back to them. The Supreme Court will not sit back and watch the lower courts deliberately undermine one of the most important decisions in U.S. history. They have already ruled clearly. They will not tolerate efforts by lower courts to ignore their rulings. They have already signaled as much in similar litigation in New York. While they declined to hear an appeal on a temporary ruling there, they clearly signaled that they are interested in watching these cases percolate completely through the courts before taking a follow-up case. When that happens, the high court is all but certain to extinguish efforts by lower courts to undermine Bruin. What is really happening now is that petty, anti-self-defense lawmakers are having a temper tantrum in response to the Bruin ruling. They are desperate and left with only one choice, ignore it completely and fish around for any temporary face-saving victory they can bamboozle out of the courts. So gun owners can watch confidently as New Jersey politicians scratch and bite and claw to salvage some shred of their precious law. But it will all be for naught, even if a few misguided judges take their bait along the way. At the end of the day, attempts to ignore or rewrite Bruin will fail miserably and be rebuked. These issues have already been resolved by the highest court in the land. Now it's time for lawmakers and lower courts to be forced into compliance if they will not do so voluntarily. The ultimate outcome is certain. You can count on it. Scott Bach. What have we been saying? Absolutely. I get people come in every day negative. Oh, we lost. We're never going to get it back again. I'm like, do you know how far we've come in the past 30 years and in the past four years? Because there's a lot of newcomers who have come in who haven't been there as long as we have. Correct. Correct. So we are going to get it. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. It takes money. And it takes knowledge. And you know what? We have that entire recipe in the state of New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, Jess, I want to thank you for being on the show. As soon as your website is up, I want you to email it to me so I can start sharing it. I'd like you to come down. Just let me know if you want to come down and set up a little table and do a little politicking down here. You might run into people that are hitters in in Vernon and Sussex County that might want to help you out as well because it's our job to support those who support you. So I commend you again for what you're doing. Sandy, I'm tired of talking to you. To our (laughs) listeners, I love about 73% of you. The other 27, eh, not so much. I'm done. 
Just deep in a dead old for Council and Anthony Rossi if you live in Vernon for mayor. Even if you don't live in Vernon for mayor, you can do the Democrat way and just come on over and vote for them. <laughs> well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he did not mention this I did. Is available at all great bookstores and at the bookshop gun shop gun range known as Gun for Hire. So get your ass down there and buy a copy because somebody needs a copy of it. And Anthony needs to sign something. So we love yeah. you guys from the shadows <laughs> of the New York City skylines up there in the cold winter Vernon and uh, here yeah. at the uh, blazingly freaking hot uh, Gulf Shores in Alabama. We love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold. Now we will see you again next week. <laughs>